This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The humanitarian crisis of migrants seeking asylum is escalating in Chicago. Right now, city officials are operating 10 temporary shelters and respite centers across the city, including, as multiple outlets are reporting, a new location at Wilbur Wright College in the Dunning neighborhood. The shelters are serving roughly 4,000 migrants, but no single neighborhood is bearing the responsibility for housing them. From West Ridge to Roseland, Gold Coast to Streeterville, migrants are all around the city. And my colleague Indy Kara spoke to some folks in areas that either are, were, or will soon become temporary shelters. Their concerns are varied, but there's one common theme. What about those who have been living here and been needing support services? Some residents in these areas don't really want this in their neighborhoods. They're saying resources should instead be poured into their own disinvested communities. You can hear more from some of these folks in Indy's full story at WBEZ.org. Meanwhile, today, the Chicago City Council is expected to take up a proposal that was previously punted to help mitigate the ongoing migrant crisis. I mentioned last week that the city wants to spend $51 million of surplus funding set aside for, quote, unanticipated emergencies. That money would pay for staffing, food and other resources through the end of June at seven city shelters and three respite centers that are housing asylum seekers. Three members delayed the proposal last week because of similar concerns from residents that Indy talked to. I'll keep you posted on how that shakes out. A couple updates from state lawmakers. First off, how do you accommodate the needs of the myriad of folks who end up in the prison system? Big question, no easy answer, but Illinois state lawmakers are looking at the faith aspect of this at least. They've passed two measures aimed at increasing religious equity in public institutions. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting on the Faith by Plate Act, which would require places like schools, hospitals, and correctional facilities to offer kosher and halal meals. That would be foods that are prepared in accordance with Jewish and Islamic laws, respectively. And it would be a misdemeanor for a vendor to falsely represent their food as kosher or halal. Democratic Senator Rom Villavalam spearheaded the effort. In a release, he said the legislature is, quote, recognizing the cultural needs of our community. And the second proposal, called the Faith Behind Bars Act, would require correctional facilities to allow access to leaders of any faith to offer spiritual support. The facilities would also be required to provide items like reading materials and prayer mats. The bills now head to the governor. State lawmakers are also looking at some controversial transportation legislation. Mawa is reporting on this, too. She says lawmakers paved the way for future expansion of the Stevenson Expressway. The legislation would allow the Illinois Department of Transportation to pursue private funding to add lanes to it. But environmental justice groups are concerned. They say that expanding the expressway would work against the state's goal of reducing carbon emissions. 
what we have been really trying to impress on the General Assembly is that projects that um, help uh, connect communities without the dependence on, on cars is really going to be the, the, the final key factor that's going to help us get there. That was Danny Robles with the Illinois Environmental Council. More traffic on the Stevenson would also impact the southwest side, which Robles says already has heavy air pollution. And a few quick hits before we get to the weather. Chicago City Council members recently passed a resolution naming May Jewish American Heritage Month. Alderperson Deborah Silverstein, who herself is Jewish, says the resolution will help combat rising hate crimes. The Anti-Defamation League says anti-Semitic incidents in Chicago increased from 15 in 2020 to 47 last year. And some national news from Reuters. The debt ceiling deal brokered by President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy is expected to get a vote on the House floor today. And it's essential that Democrats vote in favor of the plan in order to pass the bill in the House. Republicans have a slim margin in that chamber. As for the weather, Memorial Day has come and gone, but summer is well on its way. Another nice day today, partly cloudy, partly sunny, and temperatures in the mid to high 80s. There is a slight chance of rain today, too. And that's it for now, but later this afternoon. I'm pumping, she's eating, and I'm feeling really good, guys. The only thing I forgot to do was eat today. That's it. May is a month of honoring mothers as well, so we're going to close it out by focusing on one. As a part of the first 12-week series my colleagues created here at WBEZ, a new mom in West Inglewood shares moments of joy and frustration from her first weeks of motherhood. That's today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you then. 